you know that every time you ask me, I'm going to keep going more. I need to shame you out of it. I'm going to go AF. Hello, everyone, and welcome <laughs> to another episode of Literally Literary. This is so funny. With us as always, Mr. Schaffer. Schaffer. I am Joey Bonnier, and here he is, the man who's literary AF, <laughs> Sean O'Brien. I am way drunker than I thought I was. That's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can you read when you're drunk? I don't know. Man. We'll figure it out. How are you guys doing? When do you think this will come out? A <laughs> couple months. Okay. Well, I, we could just make it. It depends on what we read, but we could Jesus. make it the next one if you want. I have something that we could read. Fuck up my numbering system. No, I would you just change the numbers? <laughs> yeah, that's what fucking up my numbering system. Means. Okay, so break this down. What is your mm-hmm. numbering system? Well, one comes after two, and two comes after three. Revolution. Strike right, that, it, reverse it. Right, but how did you number it? <laughs> What's that? How did you number it in the, like, it, are you numbering it just in the way that you're naming the files, or how I number it, it when I release it. Because when I, when I save the files, I save them by date and by title. Oh, okay. But I, because we have often changed the order in which right. we release things, so I don't assign a number to it until it is being released. So why would the numbers get fucked up then? Like, it'll just be, it won't, why would the I don't understand how, how that screws up your system. Because I can't plan ahead. Anyway, I have books. Joey, how are you doing before I talk about the books? I'm good. I'm a little dizzy by what just happened, but yeah, yeah that was good. weird. <laughs> how, how you guys, are you guys okay? We just had a Paul Tinkering episode that we did. You don't want now. to talk about current events, though. No, not really, but you know, I don't know. I want to know what's going on in your life. Well, I, I'm, I would like, oh, that's by true. the way, two months we, from now, we could all have exploded in a giant atom yeah, bomb. Exactly. And then this uh, will not have been released because yeah. your numbering system's all fucked up. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> I'm, 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 I hope that we can go record at Nancy's. You think the world will end before Sunday? No, nah, we'll be fine. But mm-hmm. how how will the recording work if we record at Nancy's? I think we'll on have a, a lavalier mic so we can be very expressive. Okay, so we can just talk. Right, John? We'll oh. eat dinner. So we'll no, eat you d- way to bring four dynamic mics over there. Should we, we record uh, SM57s? 58s? Yeah. Should okay. we record We did the first episode of TBC on Lavs and it just sounds like shitty room. Mm. Otherwise, you got to go in there and cut out every fucking thing like you're editing a movie. It's a pain in the ass. Should mm. we record a Politinkering? While we're eating, that sounds like a no. That's, we will okay, we'll have some coffee. Yeah, and because then all of the bed, best podcasts are about chewing. Okay, well that was mean. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have to be so hateful, Sean. Uh, <laughs> I think I do. I know that is your mo. Now the question is: Should you bring books? You oh, should, of course. No, I'll okay. definitely bring books. Good. I mean, you're driving probably or something. So what's, what's, isn't it rude what's to bring books book? to dinner? Oh wow! I don't know. I should know that. I'll ask her later. That's a good question. Ask her and like text me. We'll do it that way. Okay, I will. It's I'll text her now. Fifty shades. I won't text her now. Why not? Then okay. I'll get the answer by the end of the podcast, and people won't be wondering. But then we might not have. Okay, you're right. Jesus. Anyway, I have books. <laughs> um. So. So. Get your I shit have, together, man. I have all my oh shit. Oh my god. In my calling. Why is this so difficult? It's not. It's fine. You, you do this every time. You love filling. Oh my god! Silence, don't fucking. You? So Some I have silence. I have White Noise by Don. Uh, I have uh, The Sun Also Rises by Ernest Hemingway. Mm. I have The Great Gatsby by F. Scott Fitzgerald. Man. Yep. yep. Got Fitzgerald. <laughs> Sean Fox. I felt very awkward doing that. I'm going to take a sip of Applejack whiskey. Meanwhile, mm. 
maybe you could say something to the audience. Um, F. Scott Fitzgerald. I have The World According to Garp <laughs> by John Irving. I have The Pride and Prejudice by Jane Austen. The Sound of the Fury by William Faulkner. And the Wrestler's Cruel Study by Stephen Dobbins. And I have the, the Norton Anthology of Modern Poetry, second edition. Big ass fucking book. Yeah. Um, a lot of notations in there for A. Norton. There's, there actually isn't that many notations. Oh, in no. Believe it or not. No. I was just taking care. It's just a big old book. You um, have to sell me out. Anyway, a, yeah. Not a so here, here are the Schmerzens with the gay, with the Schmerzens. This feels um, like a reject episode. I feel like these are all like. It is the precise opposite. Oh, the ones that we always bring. Yeah. Married. I feel like we've never picked Pride and then Prejudice. That, that, then that would be not a reject episode, but an all-star episode. Like um, these are basically mm, every fucking episode yeah, I bring. I come to that. So here's the key. You guys should all know. Every single episode. I bring a stack of books and like one or two that I don't really want to read, but sort of fit the theme sometimes mm. even more, mm -hmm. but it's just the theme that we're working on. The last time I brought a stack of books that I really wanted to read. We didn't get to it. So I brought it all back and added the, the Norton anthology. Mm. So all of the books that I want to read at this point, I will read any of them. I actually want to read all of these books. I'm very excited right now. Mm. So it doesn't really matter what you guys pick, including the Norton Anthology one, which I don't really know how that's going to work, but read whatever you want. So that's that. By the way, while you guys are choosing, remember us to follow at, follow us on Twitter at Politinkering. Um, and if you get a chance, rate us on iTunes. It's mm. actually really helpful. Add a, it's, it's actually really helpful. Add a comment if you get a chance. Um, we are also taking donations on Fawcast.com, which is really weird for me to say. It makes my mouth feel odd. And uh, anyway, so that's that. Paul Tinkering and Literally Literary is brought to you in part by viewers oh, like you. <laughs> we have breaking, Tell a friend. We have breaking news, guys. Breaking yeah. news? What happened? Apparently our uh, our food has been canceled. Yeah. The, uh, the time between when we ordered and uh, when the order went through, they closed. That's my fault because I didn't know what I wanted. So I guess, my, my dear snowflakes, you're going to be with us while we order food the next time. We, you're just going to keep recording. Go ahead. Pick Sean. Oh, bring it up. Christ. We're going to fucking do this. Oh, my God. We're going to do this. We're gonna this order is what food? normally happens. Fuck it. We'll do it live. Before we start reading. Do people want to see this horrible sauce no, being made? No, they do not at all. Oh, God. But we're going to do it. So my little snowflakes, my darling loves. Yeah. Loves of my life. Not you. I'm one of them. <laughs> no, you're not. Come on. You are not a snowflake. Can I be one? Are you really the f a fan of me? Yeah. No, no he's the other yeah. type of snowflake. Wow. What? There's Tune evil into snowflakes? Yeah. Well, it's not evil snowflakes. <laughs> wow. In my world. Um, Joey, that's the nicest thing you ever said to me. Stop it. I want to hug you. What happens Fragile if I hug you? a little fucking thing. It's probably fine. Aww. <laughs> We're gonna hug later. Oh my god. <laughs> now I don't now I don't want to. I know, but now you gotta. <laughs> um Shawnee, what are you looking at? Are we sticking with pizza even though you both complained about it and didn't... I don't care. You actually now that now that the pressure's on, pick whatever you want. Oh that, my that, god. That's and you good. could arguably get me to eat anything I I will eat anything you choose for me to eat. Such a gimmick. Jesus. As long as it's like a salad or a salad. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Please, as long as it's pick, a Greek salad. Please pick one of those things. No, oh I'm kidding around. I'll, I'll eat whatever you want. You, I won't even tell you, and I'm paying for all of this. So just, you order whatever it is. He's very drunk. You have to take advantage Fucking of Fucking high roller. 
Yeah. I'm not a high roller at all. <laughs> I'm just saying. I swear to God, I I'm, I don't even want to know what you ordered. Have you been to Vegas? So Brian? Yeah, many many times. Are you a big spender when you go to Vegas? No, I'm a big winner though. Usually, <laughs> do you get tired of it? <laughs> tired of winning? Yeah. No, I do not get tired of winning. I'm not Trump. You're not the only one. Oh, maybe you are. I feel like I need more more booze. I had way too much already. I'm you... real drive home. What time is it? Midnight? No, it's ten. Jesus. Sean, God. what are you doing? You need to hurry and move faster. Well, you know, you can start reading something. I guess that's fair. Yeah. Pick a book. Guys. Do your thing. Pick a book. Um, what? What do you oh mean? What? God. Pick a book. I have, <laughs> I have a pick. I'm, you going, pick I'm, it. I'm giving him a chance. No, okay. you fucking. I want to read the sound and the fury. Uh-huh. Okay. Why do I want to read that? Ironically, that's the only book of all of this that I haven't read. But I will I'm read furious. the sound and the fury. The Sound and the Fury by William fucking Faulkner. This will be fun. How have you never read this? I feel like this is famous. It's very famous. Um, first of all, we've talked about this so many times. You guys know where the title's from. The Charge of the Light Brigade. No, that is in the other book, though. I don't know. Oh, uh, it's uh, some there you go. Yeah, you got it. I don't know. It's one of the Richards or the Henrys or something. Isn't nope. It? Nope. Shit. Mr. Fa? No idea. The Sound and the Fury. I the Tempest. Assume... Nope. Tomorrow and tomorrow yeah, full sound and, and tomorrow. fury signify nothing and Very nice. whatnot. What is that, that from? Um, I used it as a quote in a short I made. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hamlet, Macbeth, mm-hmm. Macbeth, yeah. Macbeth, Macbeth. Cool. Um, let's just go to it. Um, do you have any questions before I go into it? <laughs> yeah. What the fuck is it? Holy shit! Mm-hmm. I'm not kidding around. This actually needs to go out. I for, I totally forgot this, and I forgot that this was today. Sean Fa, read Christ. what the chapter heading is here. April seventh, nineteen twenty eight. Joey, what does this say? It does say April seventh, nineteen twenty eight. Use your mic like a big boy. I guess we're gonna have to release this now. I guess we're gonna fuck up your number order. Oh my uh, god! Now you just time stamped us literally, literary. April seventh, nineteen twenty eight. I mm. totally forgot that this started today. <clears throat> it's all set up. I feel like we've been had. Wait, you going to tell us about it first? I'm going to fucking read. Oh, Do you oh want me to God. tell you about it? It starts April 7th, 1928. I think we're ready to go. Man. I agree. Through the fence between the curling flower spaces, I could see them hitting. They were coming toward where the flag was, and I went along the fence. Luster was hunting in the grass by the flower tree. They took the flag out, and they were hitting. They, then they put the flag back, and they went to the table, and he hit, and the other hit. Then they went on, and I went along the fence. Luster came away from the flower tree, and we went along the fence, and they stopped, and we stopped, and I looked through the fence while Luster was hunting in the grass. Here, Caddy! He hit and we went away across the pasture. I held to the fence and watched them going away. Listen at you now, Lester said. Ain't you something? 33 years old going on that way after I done went up all the way to town to buy you that cake. Hush up that moaning. I ain't gonna help you. <clears throat> ain't you gonna help me find that quarter so I can go to the show tonight? They were hitting little across the pasture. I went back across, along the fence to where the flag was. It flapped on the bright grass and the green trees. Come on, Luster said. We done looked there. <clears throat> they ain't no coming back right now. 
Let's go down to the branch and find the quarter before them niggas find it. It was red, flapping in the pasture. There, there was a bird slanting and tilting on it. Luster through. The flag flapped in the bright grass. I feel like I should trees. say something. I held to the fence. Shut up that moaning, you can beat Lester that said. I can't make them come if they ain't coming, can I? If you don't hush up, Mammy ain't gonna have no birthday for you. If you don't hush. <clears throat> if you don't hush, you know what I gonna do. I gonna eat that cake all up. Eat them candles, too. Eat all them 33 candles. Come on. Let's go down to the branch. I gotta find my quarter. Maybe we can find none of them balls. Here. Here they is. Way over yonder, see? He came to the fence and pointed his arm. See them? They ain't coming back here no more. Come on. We went along the fence and came to the garden fence where our shadows were. My shadow was higher up than Lester's on the fence. We came to the broken place and went through it. Wait a minute, Lester said. You snagged on that, that nail again? <laughs> Can't you never crawl through here without snagging on that nail? Cadion caught me, and we crawled through. Uncle Maury said not to let anybody see us, so we better stoop over, Caddy said. Stoop over, Benji. Like this, see? We stopped over and crossed the garden where the flowers r rasped and rattled against us. The ground was hard. We climbed the fence where the pigs were grunting and snuffing. I expect they're star sorry because one of them got killed today. Caddy said the ground was hard and churned and nodded. Keep your hands in your pockets, Caddy said, or they'll get froze. You don't want your hands froze on Christmas, do you? Cold out there, Verse said. You don't want to go outdoors. What is it now, Mother said. You want to go outdoors, Verse said. Let him go, Uncle Maury said. It's cold, Mother said. He better stay in, Benjamin. Stop that now. You won't hurt him, Uncle Maury said. You, Benjamin, Mother said. If you don't be good, you'll have to go to the kitchen. Mammy say you get to the kitchen today, Verse said. Say she got all that cooking to get done. <laughs> Let him go, Caroline, Uncle Maury said. You worry yourself sick over him. I know it, Mother said. It's judgment on me. I sometimes wonder. I know, I know, Uncle Maury said. You must keep your strength up. I'll make you a toddy. <laughs> it just makes, me, just makes me that much more, Mother said. Don't you know it does? <laughs> You'll feel better, Uncle Maury said. Wrap him up, good boy. Wrap him up good, boy. Take him out for a while. Uncle Maury went away. First went away. Please hush, Mother said. We're trying to get you out as fast as we can. I don't want you to get sick. First put my over shoes over and overcoat on. We took my cap on and went out. Uncle Maury was putting the bottle away in his sideboard in the dining room. Keep him up about half an hour, boy, Uncle Maury said. Keep him in the yard now. Yes, sir, Verse said. We ain't never gonna get him off that place. We went outdoors. The sun was cold and bright. Where you heading for, Verse said. Don't think you're going downtown, does you? We went through the rattling leaves. The gate was cold. You better keep them up in the hands in pocket, Verse said. You get them froze on that gate. <clears throat> then, then what you do? You wait for them in the house. He put his hands in. He put my hands into my pockets. I, I could hear him rattling in the leaves. I could smell the cold. The gate was cold. Hear them, honey. There, <laughs> here's some hickory nuts. Woo wee! Get up that tree. Get out of it, squirrel, Benji. I couldn't feel the gate at all, but I, I could smell the bright cold. You better put them hands back in your pockets. Caddy was walking. Then she was running, her book satchel swinging and jouncing behind her. Hello, Benji, Caddy said. She opened the gate and came in, stooped down. Caddy smelled like leaves. Did you come to meet me? She said. <clears throat> Did you come to meet Caddy? Where'd you let him go that hands get so cold for, Versh? 
I told him to keep his hands in his pockets, Bush said, holding him onto that Alum Gate. Alan Gate. Sorry. That's racist. Alan Gate? It says Alan Gate. Yeah, anyway. Your accent. That's how it is. <laughs> um, did you come to meet Caddy? She said, rubbing my hands. What is it? What are you trying to tell Caddy? Caddy smelled like trees, like when she says she were. Sorry. <clears throat> Caddy smelled like trees and like when she says we were asleep. What are you moaning about? Luster said. You can watch them again when we get to the branch. Here. Here's you a Jimson weed. Gave me the flower. We went through the fence into the lot. Greek salad. Don't tell me. Just fucking. I told you you can order me anything you want. I swear to God, anything you want. I'm going to keep reading. Caddy. <laughs> what is it, Caddy said? What are you trying to tell Caddy? Did you send him out, Versh? Couldn't keep him in, Versh said. Kept on until they let him go and kept right on straight down here, looking through the gate. What is it, Caddy said? Did you think it would be Christmas when I came home from school? Is that what you thought? Christmas is the day after tomorrow, Santa Claus, Benji. Santa Claus, come on. Let's run to the house and get warm. She took my hands and we ran through the bright, rustling leaves. We ran up the steps and out the bright cold and into the dark cold. Uncle Maury was putting the bottle back in the sideboard. He called Caddy. Caddy said, Take him into the fire, Versh. Go with Versh, she said. I'll come in a minute. We went into the fire. Mother said, Is it cold, Versh? No, Versh said. Take his overcoat and overshoes off, Mother said. How many times do I have to tell you not to bring him into the house with his overshoes on? Yes, Versh said. Hold still now. He took my overshoes and unbuttoned my coat. Caddy said, Wait, Versh, can't he go out again, Mother? I want him to go with me. You better leave him here, Uncle Maury said. He's been out enough today. I, I think you've been better both. I think you both better stay in, Mother said. It's getting colder, Dilsey says. Oh, Mother, Caddy says. Nonsense, Uncle Maury said. He's been to school all day. She needs fresh air. Run along, Candace. Let him go, Mother, Caddy said. Please, you know he'll cry. Then why did you mention it before, Mother said. Why did you come in here? To give some excuse to worry me again? You've been out enough today. I think you better go sit down here and play with him. Let him go, Caroline, Uncle Maury said. A little cold won't hurt him. Remember, you gotta keep him, you gotta keep strength up. I know, Mother said. Nobody knows how I dread Christmas. Nobody knows. I'm one, I'm not one of those women who can stand things. I wish for Jason's and the children's sakes I was stronger. You must do bet. <clears throat> you must do the best you can and not let them worry you, Uncle Maury said. Run along, you two, but don't stay out long now. Your mother will worry. Yes, sir, Caddy said. Come on, Benji. We're going outdoors again. She buttoned my coat and went toward the door. Are you going to take the baby out without his overshoes? Mother said. Do you want him to make him sick the whole fat <clears throat> with a house full of company? I forgot, said Caddy said. I thought he had him home. We, we went back. You must think, Mother said. Hold still now, Versh said. He put my overshoes on. Someday I'll be gone and you won't have to think for him. Now stomp, Versh said. Come here and kiss Mother, Benjamin. Caddy took me to Mother's chair, and Mother took my face in her hands, and she held me against her. My poor baby, she said. She let me go. You and Versh take good care of him, honey. Yes, Caddy said. We went out, Caddy said. You needn't go, Versh. I'll keep him for a while. <laughs> All right, Versh said. I ain't, going, I ain't going out in that cold for no fun. He went on and stopped in the hall, and Caddy knelt and put her arms around me and her cold, bright face against mine. She smelled like trees. 
You're not a poor baby, are you? Are you? You got your caddy. Haven't you got your caddy? Can't you shut up that moaning and slobbering luster set? Ain't you shaming yourself making all this racket? We passed the carriage house where the carriage was. It was a new wheel. Get in now. Sit still till your mall come, Dilsey said. I'm really starting she to understand that title. The carriage TP Reigns. <laughs> Claire, I don't see how Jason come get new Surrey, Dilsey said. That thing gonna fall to pieces under all someday. Look at them wheels. Mother came out, pulling her veil down. She had some flowers. Where's Ruskus, she said. Ruskus can't lift his arms today, Dilsey said. TP can drive all night. I'm afraid to, Mother said. It seems y'all... Seems to me y'all can furnish me with a driver for the carriage once a week. It's a little enough, I ask, Lord knows. You know just as well that Ruskus got that rheumatism too bad... <clears throat> too bad to do more than you have to, Miss Kayleen, Dilsey said. What the fuck is going on and why should I care? <laughs> so... This is modernism, my friend. This is modernism. Basically, I hate it. We are stream of consciousness. We are hearing the stream of consciousness of a mentally challenged thirty-three-year-old. <sighs> it started off with him. Is his name Jesus. His name is Benji. Mm-hmm. I love Benji. Jesus. Remember Benji. It started off with uh, Benji through through the gate. I can see them hitting. We have Benjamin who's watching golfers. Are you trying to seduce me? I am. Mm. We're seeing he's watching golfers through the gate of a fence. If you kill all the golfers, and he's, so I he's standing with, with uh, so it's mm. April 7th, 1928. Yeah, he's with so far has been the most interesting thing about this book. <laughs> <laughs> he's with Lester, who um, is a molester. We don't really know yet, but um, he's he's a, a black kid from nearby. He's a neighbor. Well, we knew that from your accent. Lester? Well, they're all, like, they're not all black. I think so far only Lester and I think Versh is black. I was just trying to call you racist. Oh, just because I said the N-word at some point when the black kid said the N-word? I think it was more about the, your accent. Mm-hmm. The voice? No, I'm, I'm just doing, I'm doing Mississippi mm-hmm. in the 20s. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think it's actually. If you go back, only Lester and <laughs> Versh were, the black, were black and they, and we don't know that yet. Mm-hmm. But I was going to say the black ones, and you gave me a fun face. Yeah. We're black. But, and I gave them appropriate accents. Not that they, I didn't give them ex- especially black accents. I just gave them black accents. We still going to die now. All the rest of them were black. I was fucking racist. <laughs> anyway, um, it's the stream of consciousness of a mentally challenged 33-year-old. And as he and Lester are looking for golf balls... Um, so that Lester can get a quarterback, so he can go to a show tonight. Um, Benjamin gets stuck on a nail that slips him into a memory of the time that Caddy freed him from a nail. Caddy is his sister, uh, older sister, and uh, he remembers that. And that actually is is specified by ital- italics. Um, we don't know when that is, but we're gonna have to figure that out at some point. Um, and then it also jumps back to another time where apparently there was a guy named Versh who, when Benjamin might have been younger, he was a baby. We can't really tell whether he's a baby because it's it's hard to tell because he's sort of always a baby. He's 33 years hey, old. Versh. Yeah, he's. I think Lester says it. He's, you know, 33 years old. It was bad for you. And really 33 and six years yeah. old. Like say, even six years old for 33 years or something like that, he says. Um, I can't. Whatever it is. So that's the first part of my question. What about the second? Why should you care? <laughs> um, this is modernism at its core, my friend. This this is 
wholly with a WH American. Um, this book was written <laughs> in <laughs> uh, in 1929. Gagging me with a spoon. So. Again, like modernism had been bouncing around for a while now. Um, not a crazy long amount of time, but I mean, we've got Ulysses. We have uh, The Wasteland by T.S. Eliot, which is a long poem, which we read the day after Trump won. Yep. Uh, we have, of course, my boy. Somebody say it. Somebody say it. Jimmy, Jimmy fucking J. Mm. Ulysses, which is didn't the pinnacle. You, didn't you already say Ulysses? Did I? I thought that was the first thing you said. Shit, sorry. Mm. Uh, Mrs. Dalloway. Virginia Woolf's Mrs. Dalloway. Mm. Jacob's Room is also uh, a little bit of modernism. What do you mean, boo? I'm gonna fucking about to read that right now. I read it in college. Oh, uh, we'll it. talk about Mr. Dalloway soon. Um. Anyway, so this is this is America's modernism, basically. Faulkner is is arguably the only really American modernist. Um. That's why you should care. Mm. I still don't. The biggest question is, what is the great American novel, my friend? Uh, 1984. We already did this. That's British. He's British. That's mean, the joke. Do you mean to keep bouncing around? Wait, what this is? Or? Hold on, what is? The Great American Novel? Yeah. There kind of isn't one. There's Fear a whole, there's a whole we, book. Did we do this with Huck Finn? When did we do this? I brought a whole stack of the ones that are contenders for the Great American Novel. One of them is still here, The Great Gatsby. Hmm. Sean Fah? Yeah, it is here. Sean Fah? F. Scott Fitzgerald. <laughs> wow. Sing, <laughs> monkey. Sing. Um, do you have an answer? What is the Great American Novel? I really don't. I mean, it's 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 a historical question. I think it. I think every generation has a different one. The the very first serious contender, what uh, chronologically speaking, was uh, the Scarlet Letter. Um, then probably Moby Dick. I'd say. Okay. Um, next, it's hard to say. Um, so mostly the porn. Always the porn. Mm. Always the porn. Mm -hmm. No, there's plenty. I mean, you know, we do uh, like sex. Mm. Uh, the Great Gatsby, fucking, you know. We don't like to admit it. Actually, it wouldn't be The Sound of the Fury. The I, I think, mm -hmm. see, The Sound of the Fury it in. Was for assholes. Are you done? <laughs> you fucking children. Wow. Should I drink more booze? That's a yes. What did you order me, Shampa? You told me not to tell you. Well, I, you can tell me now. The listeners want to know. Nope. You have to tell me before the podcast is over. Why? Exactly. The Never rules mind. of narrative. <laughs> <laughs> That's what who says. Uh, Joey, can you pour? Oh, no. You know what you should do? What? Can you please pour um, some of the, the Irish cream bullshit in there, please? Yes. Thank you, sir. Just leave it. I'll get it. Weird. Um, all right. So, Silent Fury, that's enough of that. I'll yeah. tell you what. That was boring as fuck. It was pretty cool. It, that was not. What I just did was mm. a fucking feat. The different mm. voices, the different time periods, the different, mm -hmm. like, that mm -hmm. was cool. Yeah. That was fucking cool. Just so everybody knows. All the drone shots in the world aren't going to make an interesting movie. More? I, don't, I can't see how much is in it. Yeah, a little more. Jesus. <laughs> Thank you. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Fucking Irish cream. Watch yourself. Danke, Boner. <laughs> Thank you, sir. All right. Um, that was a lot of fun, though. That was yeah, good. for you. Yeah, the, you, you, again, I don't think you understand what this word means. For anybody who is, for anybody listening in, mm -hmm. that was fucking cool for them because this is a fucking hard book to read. So most people who pick it up and try to read through it don't understand what the fuck is going on. Yeah, like that little ten minute thing that I just explained yeah. is extremely helpful. Thank you. So mm -hmm. you're welcome, you two assholes. Yeah, you're welcome, listeners. Oh, now you never have to read us? it. Yeah, I'm gonna Even punish more? you with some poetry. <laughs> 
Speaking of modernism <laughs> and uh, the whole Syrian madness that just went down, I'm going to read a poem for you guys from uh, by Wilfred Owen. Mm. It's called Dolce et decorum est. Do you have any Wilfred Brimley? I do not. Diabetes. It's a good joke. Mm. It sounds like a good song from like Carmen or something. Dolce et decorum Dolce est. Dolce et decorum est. Carmen San Diego. Yeah, I know. Where, where is she in the world? <laughs> I feel like I just have to move my shoulders. That's what I'm doing right now mm. for all the podcast listeners. Yeah, that's it's real great auditory comedy. That's uh, yeah. <laughs> they, they're, they're really appreciating this kind mm. of stuff. He's uh, he's busy over here. The what now? Carmen, you bougie bastard, busy. I get it. I'm with you. Yeah. Troubadour. Torador. That's the one. The three tenors. So, guys, Mm-mm. yeah, Syria. I'm really, this. really Syria. I'm super Syria. Man. I'm gonna drink some of this. Oh my god, fucking cocktease! What happened with Syria? We already did that. We did that like three months ago. Nobody who listens to this show listens to Paul Tinkering. Um, we got and by the we way, they're played. both gonna come out this weekend. <laughs> I, I remember not, I fucked up your numbers. Yeah, this yeah, is coming you're, out you're an asshole. I know. Uh, I'm not convinced that there's I didn't no do it. crossover. You, told, you picked Sounds of Fury, and the chapter I heading think. was April seventh, which is today. Mm-hmm. Which I could keep reading, but you're like, I'm no. barred. I'm mm-hmm. barred. Even though, fuck you. That was cool. What I did was cool. Yeah. Anyway, so mm-hmm. what happened with Syria? Just for context of the poem I'm about to read. We lit that shit up. We lit that shit up, huh? Mm-hmm. Are we going to war? I don't know, man. <laughs> Bent double like old beggars under sacks. Knock kneed, coughing like hags, we cursed through sludge. Till on the haunting flares we turned our backs and toward our distant rest began to trudge. Men marched asleep. Many had lost their boots, but limped on, bloodshod. All went lame. All blind, drunk with fatigue, deaf even to the hoots of tired, outstripped five nines that dropped behind. Gas! Gas! Quick, boys! An ecstasy of fumbling, fitting the clumsy helmets just in time. But someone still was yelling out and stumbling and floundering like a man in fire or lime. Dim through the misty panes and thick green light. As under a green sea I saw him drowning. In all my dreams, before my helpless sight, he plunges at me, guttering, choking, drowning. If in some smothering dreams you two could pace behind the wagon that we flung him in and watch the white eyes writhing in his face, his hanging face like a devil sick of sin, if you could hear at every jolt the blood come gargling from the froth-corrupted lungs, obscene as cancer, bitter as the cud of vile, incurable sores on innocent tongues, my friend, you would not tell with such high zest to children ardent for some desperate glory the old lie, Dolce et decorum est. Pro Patria Mori. October 1917. Well, I guess we can't air this until October then, huh? Well, this is World War One. Mm-hmm. Joey, is there anything historical that happened recently about World War One? Yeah. 
There oh, was. Really? Yeah. That's related to today? Like what? Well, yesterday. Oh, the, yesterday? <laughs> the bombing of Dresden. What happened April 6th? The U.S. entered World War One. What year? 1917. Oh, okay. Got it. Hmm. October was, you know. The, the surprise? The month. The revolution. Any questions on the poem? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up! All right, so what does the last line mean? Dolce et decorum est pro patria. <laughs> how about we start there? How Tell about, us, so nerdy. Yeah, uh, how about we start with eight years of language class and then maybe we can get you back can to do you. better than that, actually. Dolce, Dolce. sounds Dolce? Like sweet. Perfect. Sweet. Yeah. Dolce, fuck, um, you knew that, like La Dolce Vita. La Dolce Vita, the sweet life. Don't you tell me what I know. <laughs> Dolce et decorum. Well, decorum. Mm-hmm. That's uh, how you decorate your place. I guess outside. I don't know. I think it's to be. To be. Yeah. Okay. Oh, actually, no. Decorum. It's like um. It's manners and state of being. I think it's more oh, like, like just yeah, like mannerful, like, like just yeah, yeah. Like, like yeah, exactly, like decor, like so, so yeah, basically, decor, decor, right? Well, it's more like um. Diplomacy. Sweet. Um, Etiquette? No, 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 no. It, uh, like, I, uh, I mean, what's the proud, I would almost say, in a weird way. Uh, no, don't look it up yet, because I have the answer here, mm. and I just haven't looked at it yet. Um, pro patria mori. So, pro patria. Kill patria. You, kill patria would be what? Father? Father uh, land. Mm. Okay. Father land. Mori? Death. Yeah. So, sweet and decorum. I know that one from sliders. To... For your country, die. Mm. Decorum would be so. The way they actually translate it is, um, it's sweet. The sweet meat release of death. To die for one's country. Oh, sweet and de- decorous. Oh, the famous the famous Latin tag is from Horace's uh, odes. Means of course, it is sweet and meat to die for one's country. Sweet and decorous. Letter from O. Letter from Owen to his mother on October 16th, 1917. So he sent that to his mom. What's uh, Mr. Owen's story here? Wilfred Owen? I don't know. I could read, the, I could read his intro. Go for it. Sure. Uh, Wilfred Owen, uh, 1893 to 1918. Whoa, he died in 1918, friends. I guess we'll find out how. Sure, a lot of people did. I have a guess. Uh, the subject of war has always been a favorite of poets, but the pity as distinguished from the, he- uh, the heroism, heroism sorry, of war is a modern subject. Quote, the poetry is in the pity, end quote. Wilfred Owen wrote in the preface of a book, the preface to a book of verse he did not live to see published. Yeats, who regarded pity as, un- as an unsatisfactory theme, was not impressed by Owen's verse, which he dismissed as, quote, all blood, dirt, and sucked sugar stick, end quote. Get blood, dirt, and sugar are not by nature impossible ingredients. If Owen preserves his youthful romanticism, or at least a shell of it, he uses it to countervail the horrifying scenes he describes, just as he poses his own youth against the age-old spectacle of men dying in pain and futility. In a letter of February 4th, 1917, he speaks of, quote, hideous landscapes, vile noises, foul language, Everything unnatural, broken, blasted, the distortion of the dead, whose unburiable bodies sit outside the the dugouts all day, all night, the most execrable sights on earth, and poetry we call the most glorious, end quote. 
In verse, such contrasts are made tense by lines like, quote, red lips are not so red as stained stone kissed, as stained stones kissed by the English dead, end quote. The half-rhymes, which Owens discovered for his verse, seem to be a reflection, in terms of technique, of the displacement of the old relationships they held together, grandeur, and patriotic sacrifice. Owens was born in uh, Ostwery, England, on March 18th, 1918. His father had a modest job in the railway, his family blah, 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 blah. He wrote a little job, blah, blah, blah. Uh, on January 4th, 1913, he melodramatically announced... Quote, I have murdered my false creed. If a true one exists, I shall find it. If not, adieu to the still falser creeds that hold the hearts of nearly all my fellow men. End quote. Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. University, of, University College, Reading in, Bot- uh, in Reading in Botany. Then he matriculated to the University of London. <laughs> uh, he went to Dunstan, Oxenshire's pupil, blah, 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 blah. He wrote some shit. Indicates in Maudie Thursday, blah, 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 September 1915, blah, 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 I mean, his best. Uh, burst of energy confidence in 1917, December, blah, 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 blah. Uh, Seems like a good dude. <sighs> he felt a burst of energy confidence. I'm trying to find out where he died, how he died. He died in World War One, in action. Well, are you sure? Did yeah. you look that up? Yeah. Oh, well, you could have helped me. Jesus Christ. Oh, there it is. Sorry. Well, I didn't know you were looking for his death. Uh, he also optimally determined the time of your indulgence, finding a new experience. Uh, o- Owen went back to France on August 31st, 1918, and was killed a week before the armistice on November 4th. His poems were published posthumously by Sassoon in 1920. Damn, can you imagine dying a week before the end of a war? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Plenty of people do. Fuck. You know what the funny thing is? You, you wouldn't. You obviously wouldn't know yeah. the week before the war. So when you die, yeah, it's, it's just, it's, it's just like soldier. it's just like dying no matter what. That's yeah. what. It's, Could well, you imagine guess, dying in a war? Like, well, I guess I'm more being. Can you imagine being like his mom, that kind of thing, and finding out? Can you on oh, Armistice man. Day that your son is dead? Can you imagine? Which being is actually dead? what happened. Yeah. She found that on Armistice Day. No way. <laughs> yeah. Shit. And. uh it's amazing to me that World War One has produced so many uh, poets, especially from England. You know what I mean? One hundred percent. That is that that is my that is my time period. Modernism is by far my everything, as you know. Continue. All right, what were you saying? No, I was just thinking about how again why you were making me. You always make me think about why I'm uh, why am I obsessed with war. And uh, I always think it's like, like I said, it, it brings out the worst in people and the best in people. I think it's so interesting to see, uh, you know, some of the best poetry, some of the best writing, some of the best everything comes out of wars. And, uh, and there's no, no doubt here that that's what brought out the best in some of these writers, I think. I'd say so. I think it's just extreme circumstances regardless. Like, yeah, I think you're right. Pressure makes the diamond kind of thing. Basically, yeah. What else do you want to do? No, don't end this. The food's not here. How long is this going to be? Yeah. Long. Okay. L O N G. Another half hour, probably. Like the great before the food gets long. here. Yeah. I mean, I have books, my friend. Okay, then read them. How do you want me to do this? My God, I will read anything you guys want. It's April seventh. I can take my son's here. I have the poetry book here. Do you mean to just stop and read another? Do another literally literary episode? That seems. Can insane. we read F. Scott Fitzgerald so I can stop doing the joke? 
Joey? That seems fair. I don't really want to hear it, but I understand his desire to stop doing this stupid joke. So let me just pose this to you another way. Uh Uh-oh. I can absolutely start reading The Great Gatsby right now. Okay. But you will never be able to use that joke again because I simply won't bring it anymore. And the duration of this podcast— Why are you teasing me? I'm I'm just— clarifying <laughs> what a yes the, vote means. The stakes of this election. Okay, I understand. You are the swing vote at the moment. Guess what? I, I am yes. saying no. I vote yes. I vote yes. You want me to read the Greg Gatsby right now? Yeah, he does too. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Brian no. is disgusted. <laughs> you, just, you just want the joke to live on? He's is that why? Vetoing. Yes! Are you out of your fucking minds? No! I'm not going to read The Great Gatsby right now. All things have to come to an end. You're right. Not tonight. Are you fucking crazy? Not this night. Not ever. Just because we have some time. Just because we're like, I don't even know what I'm getting for food. No, I'm not going to read The Great Goddamn Gatsby right now. Are you fucking crazy? Two of us have turned our keys. I don't even care. I'm the president. I didn't order it. The the nukes are already in the air. This is the first time I'm like, no, that is a no. That is a dead hard no. My goodness. Hmm. Shame on the two of you. <laughs> All right, any other book? Yeah, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Pick any, anything you want. Anything you want. I need more booze. Oh, I'm Jesus drunk. Christ. I'm going to keep drinking. What do you, what do you want? What the, same? the same. Yeah, just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Dude. Fucking high roller. roller over I should check and see if I this. work. This is actually going to be kind of fun for everybody because I don't know whether what work looks like. They're probably It's going to come in and be like, stop pouring. Fuck. Oh, Again, shit. your definition of fun, I think, needs some refinement. It's yeah. late. It's late AF. <laughs> he thinks these are fun. <laughs> it's late AF. Dude, Maybe. I might not have work. No, don't do that. I always think that. Like, it gets really late, and I'm like, I'm not going to have to work tomorrow. And then mm-hmm. nothing comes in. Or then something comes in really late. Anyway, so. Okay. Thank you, Mr. Boner. Was it nothing from no one? So far. It's mm. good. Tune mm. into tune into Politinkering yesterday to find mm-hmm. that out. Anyway, go ahead, pick it pick a book, guys. All right, or we can go more poetry. You need more poetry or what what do you want? What yeah, actually I do want more poetry. Okay. Because um, they're like they're little bite-sized things that Sean Faw can't complain too much about. I know. You're Jesus. the best, Sean Faw. Um mm. should we name a letter, a number? Okay. Should I just flip and then you guys tell me to stop? Yeah. The l- flip. Okay. Stop. John <laughs> Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt Benjamin Great his name. name was my name Fuck too this guy the arrest of Oscar Wilde at Cajun Hall mm-hmm. or at the Cajun Jesus. Hotel yeah this is a terrible stop okay you pick something then no it's Slough another one an incident in early life Ebenezer Jones this is all the in Westminster Abbey that sounds stupid you sound stupid Southern Love Song the Cottage the Cottage Hotel those are all done and then finally False Security yeah those are all bad mm-hmm Fucked up. I'm a bad stopper. You better tell me again. Stop. Sorry. You're not okay. I, just, I finished the book. I just <laughs> nobody said anything. So I, stop. I, okay, hang on. Jesus. Stop. You have to say woof. Uh, yeah. <gasps> oh, fun. Jesus. Okay, Peter Porter. Is it fun AF? It says an exequy. You're an exequy. The hell's an exequy? Um. Oh, thank God. <laughs> that, ironically, is an exequy. It's a funeral rite You're or procession. You're saved by the knock. It is, it is, it is a funeral rite or procession. Oh, end. good. I'm yeah. glad we've come to our funeral procession. Now hit the fucking button. <laughs> 
Thank you for listening to another episode of Literally Literary. But Sean, before we end, what did I get? I already told you. Greek fucking salad. I got a Greek salad? Yeah, he spoiled it Yay, already. you're so good to me. Oh He's so nice Why don't to you me. go give him a hug? Oh my, nice. Don't touch me. <laughs>